Hello, welcome to episode 36 of Simple Can. It's a solo episode, so it's just you and me. lovely intro song uh thank you for always showing love for the intro song now that you've listened to the intro song and settled in to whatever you're doing you know let's guess what are you guys doing are you uh, cleaning driving uh trying to get over a very tough situation uh, trying to fall asleep god knows man whatever you use symbol can for i don't know but the intro should let you get into the zone i haven't done a solo episode in a long time because uh, Simplekin was not meant to be a solo thing. It was meant to be me and my friends. Uh, it's not an interview uh, thing either. It's just like all the fun conversations I have with my friends, which suddenly goes deep. I wanted to recreate that as a show, not a podcast. It's a long recording of me talking. Last episode, I called it a podcast as a joke. People forget I was saying this is a podcast about capitalism. Whole thing was a joke. It's not a, not a pause. long recording of me talking. Anyway, uh, if you've come, uh, if you're listening to the, if you've come, if you're listening to this show for the first time, it's very hard for me to explain what this show is. When I am with guests, this is a genuine interaction and trying to get to know my guests better. But it's mostly you ask us questions, the audience. What are these questions are being asked is asked by you in the comments of the YouTube video or the Instagram page, which is Simple Can Podcast. So I take those questions and I choose questions which I also want to talk about. Uh, and it's we don't give advice by we, I mean I, because uh, uh, it's very hard to give advice to anybody because you don't know the full context. And also we're all KD. Huh? We'll all make ourselves sound great and be like, I have not done anything. This other person is causing all of it. So you don't know both sides. So uh, we use the questions and try to answer it. If I was going through it, what would I do? So people who are new to it. I'm not giving a universal solution. I know context matters. I'm only giving how I would deal with it with my perspective as a guy who's married, lives in Mumbai, the stand-up comedy has been a freelancer for 15 years. Yeah, I uh, was talking about it in therapy about uh, never having a 95 and always being a freelancer and how that's caused me to be stressed all the time because I don't have any off work hours when I'm sitting right now. This is my living room. I'm working in my living room. So if you see me sitting in my sofa, I'm not relaxing. My brain is invariably thinking we're in office and thinking constantly. So I was like, even though I don't do anything on Saturday, Sundays, I try not to if I don't have shows. I'm still very worked up. And she was telling me that... Uh, you got to get out of your house because your house is your office. Unfortunately, dream job. Hell no. More like hell job. <laughs> Sorry. Please don't leave after that joke. Anyway, let's get to the first question. I'll keep updating you what's happening in my life. If you want to know quickly what's happening in my life, um, we're moving out of this house and moving into another house. It's a slightly bigger house. Can't work in this tiny house. We just want to get back to Mumbai and not get super attached to the amazing life we were living in Goa. 
So we've been in uh, Mumbai for almost 7-8 months now. Now we're moving to our final <laughs> resting place where we will die, hopefully. I don't know, man. Life is too unpredictable. My tour is starting this weekend. I'm shooting this on a Wednesday. Friday is my first November 18th show in Hyderabad. We sold 2,000 tickets. Crazy! And uh, then we have Nagpur, Bhuvneshwar, Guwahati, Kolkata, Vizag, Vijaywada, Vadodara, Ahmedabad, Pune. And then we have the next, like after that in next year, Jan, Feb, where we're doing Bangalore, Chennai and all again, bro, because everybody was asking. So that touring is happening. Trace is working in a clinic. So she's pretty uh, busy, caught up. And uh, Christmas is coming up. My birthday is coming up. So very excited. <laughs> uh, on 31st December is my birthday, by the way. So uh, Simple Game audience, don't forget to wish me. I'm kidding. I don't care. But um, let's get to the first question. Uh, I have removed this person's name because it felt like a very personal question. So I don't want her to get embarrassed if we pick this question. So let's get to it. First question. Hey, Kenneth, Gwendolyn, Sebastian. That's a name given to me by Kanan, of course. Simulkin has been my refuge while I was dealing with a really shitty time in my life. A lot of topics at home and your insights on them made me think, question, as well as realize a lot of stuff, especially the one where you talked about how if a person is no longer a part of a life, we have to remember how we lead our life before they became a part of it. Anywho, my question is a silly one at that. Is it a natural and human way to feel bitter towards an ex? As in like you've come to peace with your whole situation, but suddenly smack in the middle of the day, you somehow stumble upon them having fun with other people and your brain goes, how can they be so happy when you're so miserable? And do they really miss you? Or did your presence ever matter in their life? Somewhere a tiny part of your heart wants them to be a little miserable because you are. But then again, you're conscious that it's a bad thing to feel for someone. Is this normal or am I a horrible person? What are your two cents? Lots of love to these long recordings of you talking and a big thank you for doing this. I hope you have an idea of how impactful this is being in so many lives, including mine. Oh, thank you guys. So sweet. I never get fed up of all the wonderful messages. Please. The more detailed it is, the more genuine I know it is. Okay, I took this question. We keep getting this question, but I took this mostly because from the context of when a significant relationship suddenly is out of your life. And I took it because I recently ended a friendship. Um, couple of them. And I was getting worried, is this normal? And I spoke to other friends in the same age range, I'm 31, that they're also going through the same thing. And uh, I guess 30s is the time where you kind of get set in your ways and you kind of know what's good for you, what's bad for you. And I realized these two friends were quite bad for me. I wish there was another better option where I didn't have to cut them off. But then um, I've, I've been going for therapy also. So a lot of bad habits I've had to unlearn. And it was very clear they were bad for me in my life. As people, they're fine. And they're not bad people, but they were very bad for me in my life. So it is so strange to break up with a friend. Uh, I know you're talking about breaking up with an ex. To be honest, it still seems like it's recent. So that's why you're feeling that way. Nothing like time. Time will heal it. And uh, you're bumping into them. So or you're stalking them on Instagram. Stop doing that. But you'll get over it, honestly. And um, uh, one wonderful thing to know and horrible thing to know is that 
you mean a lot to a lot of people and you mean nothing at the same time uh like for example i'm hoping my wife my family and my friends think i'm a big part of their lives but at the same time to console yourself you're also not a big part of their lives they're also adults they can also navigate in their own world and they don't necessarily need you if you're there great if you're not there life won't come crumbling down so this helps you also to not stress about about your relationships at the same time you also realize that uh, yeah you're pretty irreplaceable uh, but you broke up with them and you have moved on with your life you're miserable now but you'll get better bro the moment you meet someone better or nicer or different you'll just forget about them then you'll become you've become that horrible person who just moved on so there's nobody is horrible it's just how it is but back to the friendship breakup i want you in the comments to tell me if in detail huh? don't just be like me also like if you have had an experience of ending a relation friendship i really if you're in your 30s or 40s because um i'm sorry but if you're in your 20s the reasons for ending friendships are not relatable to me um but in your 30s and 40s you have very like nuanced reasons to end friendships like you really think about it and i don't know if it's the right thing i did but man i feel so much better about it because they were pretty toxic and but they were nice people so i feel bad cuz i don't want them to be hurt but at the same time my life i have i don't have much time and uh your life and your mood is precious and your feelings are precious and i already am so blessed to have friends who respect me and i respect them they respect my time and my feelings so why waste your energy into people who are not doing that and it's not like they made one mistake and i was like get out i was just like oh this is multiple times that they have been toxic and and i had to end it and it was not uh, it's quite ugly to us and i wish there was a smoother way of doing it because i feel people expect a very dramatic reason to break up you know in a friendship or in a relationship like you cheated on me or uh, you hit me or <laughs> you uh, betrayed me but something as this is not a very fulfilling and fruitful relationship seems like a very high standard problem to end a relationship with i don't know tell me what you guys think uh thank you for that question stranger this question is pretty long it's from uh, sabina uh she says hey this is the first message i've written to you french people are good in many things but english isn't one of them so i think she's french indian uh my question um if you could be reborn would you choose to be reborn as a man or a woman i think i want to be reborn as a man the question goes on just to see if there's any difference i am sri lankan oh she's not indian but born and raised in france and my parents are very strict with relationships and all when i was young they didn't even want me to talk to boys and my brother he had a girlfriend for a long time and married her last year me on the other hand had to go on dates secretly and with the constant fear of suddenly running into a family member i did it someone for 6 years it didn't end well then arranged marriage with a complete stranger i had to face domestic abuse and a divorce after then i tried dating one last time but i realized that something broke inside me and i wasn't interested in being in a relationship anymore so my love life not so great thankfully i have great friends and my job makes me happy and your videos i'm so sorry sabina i've been through a lot i'm 32 now wow she's just an older one year older than me i want to be alone and live a peaceful life but nobody agrees or understands it and they all think it's impossible for a girl to live by herself what are your thoughts on this maybe men's life is even more complicated i don't know i'm sure it's not easy for you guys too or it's just not about being a man or a girl but about making good choices and doing the right things 
watching simple can and listening to you makes me wonder about a lot of things and she says nice things about this show okay what a very heavy question from sabina man she's been through a lot uh, if there are any parents listening please do not do this to your daughters i mean so hypocritical hypocritical that you do this you give freedom to your sons and not your daughters i get it it's more dangerous for girls in india especially but man the solution is not to cage them because they get pretty emotionally stunted in choosing a life partner and arranged marriage doesn't always work as you can see and um, a lot of people discuss that reasons may, you know back in the day marriages worked now marriages are not working cuz people have so many needs that's like saying back in the day people didn't need a lot of medicines yeah because you died or you survived now a lot of people are not dying cuz we have a lot of medicines so the same way back in the day people didn't have a lot of needs cuz they didn't have freedom and whoever they married they couldn't divorce so they were happily in bad marriages now the human beings are just the same now they have a voice and they can say what they want in a marriage and choose happiness and actually choose to leave so marriages are not falling apart it's just that people are being treated like people now and like human beings with needs and wants and not asked to compromise so much also not saying you com- you shouldn't compromise uh, marriage or any relationship has a lot of compromise but we just want basic stuff like don't hit us respect us as a person and love us anyway sabina's question i think she changed from the man or woman question to just uh i feel sabina if you are not going for therapy please do it'll really help you uh i don't think you're broken or there's anything wrong with you it's just that you have been through a lot of trauma and you should definitely introspect and and go through with it and see if maybe it's uh, affecting your you said something very tragic that something is broken inside of me so i couldn't continue the relationship that's not a normal feeling so maybe go to just not feel broken that could, if it, i keep saying if therapy makes you feel even 10% better it's worth it okay even 10% better it's your life and your brain and you are in one jail if you're not happy in that jail is screwed <laughs> mind jail so even if it makes your life 10% better just go for it you don't want to feel 10% better you just want to feel shitty anyway again if i was in your situation i would not assume that i don't want to be with anybody uh if you enjoy relationships this whole broken feeling obviously is coming from trust issues and abuse and trauma um because you obviously have been through so much bad so many bad experiences that you're scared now and that's natural so go for therapy figure it out maybe you might have uh, healed enough to have the courage to date again and uh, yeah i'm also scared someday i'll have a daughter and i'll be so paranoid about her safety that i might not allow her to live her life because i'm very lucky that i was allowed to date so i could eventually date a lot of people and know what i want also know how shitty of a person i am to finally meet somebody we were talking about this recently with uh, some friends that it's not over once you date somebody it's not over when you marry them it's not over when you have your first kid it's not over when you have your second kid it's not over when you go through menopause or middle age it's not over when your children get married your relationship has constant hurdles that you have to learn and navigate through so it's a never ending journey so you can't just be like uh 
maybe I'll date and then I'm married my job is over nope it's a never ending journey and a process so get on it as soon as you can so if you can date in college date in college so that you can learn your triggers what are your bad qualities how you are ruining the relationship fix that so that when you find the right person you can continue the relationship through all these hurdles through possibly you could go through depression at some point and navigating that with your partner or your partner could go through depression or postpartum depression or lose a job or relocate to a new country so many things you have to go through so get practice asap uh, i'm so glad i could talk about it this is something i really wanted to discuss and if you resonated with this again in the comment section tell me about how you thought this was it and then you got into it and realized wow this is just the beginning hey how are you doing we'll get back to the podcast i just want to talk about a place you might not have heard of it's in southwest of germany and um, nobody can pronounce the name of this state by the way uh, you can try it or if you listen to the audio version its short form is bw or they affectionately call it the land there's also this adorable and hilarious web series that uh, was of the same name the land which follows the adventures of this character called mark he's a filmmaker who's been tasked with making a film on the land to encourage uh, skill workers to come uh, but instead he makes something else entirely it's also the most creative approach i've seen uh, to to get people to come to a place to either study work or even live so you should check it out the first episode of the web series the link is at the end of this video and um, i just want to thank them for also sponsoring this video they're very kind and very sweet and um, we, i think as simple can audience uh, i would really appreciate because finally somebody who's helping out this show that i'm self producing so thank you so much now back to the episode bye bye this question is from priyanka arora hi kenny i love the latest episode on emotional investment i'm 27 years old um uh, and i feel constantly torn between living my life as a daughter and as my own self my parents require a lot of my time and energy and it doesn't leave me much time to form and nurture relationships or give more to my professional life sometimes i feel i should step back from my duties as a daughter but then i feel guilty i'm still not financially sound so it's difficult for me to think of marriage i also struggle with anxiety and have had a few panic attacks so anytime i have to make some hard decisions i seem to lose control of my life and get all anxious any advice on how to maneuver difficult decision making processes and how to strike a balance between what your parents demand of you and where you want to invest your time simple can is super soothing thanks prinka is also going through a similar thing this is what i love and hate about indian culture and upbringing i love that we are so close to our parents i also hate that we are so close to our parents because it's such a conundrum you know like i love that unlike western cultures i'm sorry i'm just generalizing uh we are not encouraged to separate ourselves from our parents when we grow up and i really love being close to my parents and taking care of them and spending time with them especially as i growing old what the negative parts of it which i have not experienced is parents get super involved in their child's life forcing them to get married forcing them to do a particular job in involving themselves in the family politics that part is very sad luckily touchwood i don't have to deal with that but i've got a lot of my friends it's big problem they're going through it's also nice how financially our parents are there to help us out guide us in jobs sometimes we live with our parents so we don't have to worry about rent 
pros and cons to both um this came up in therapy a while ago for me uh, i was uh faced with the reality that my parents are getting old and it hit me and because i'm very privileged touchwood um i have made enough money now so now i'm kind of think thinking outwardly and i'm like they're getting old and am i spending enough time with them and i've ended this spiral and the solution i found with my therapist was i'll go see them every month because realistically you can't give up your life for your parents you also have a life they also left their parents and invested in you it's just how life is you know you as a child you're with your parents and when you become an adult you have to go out there into the world and succeed and your parents should want that for you i mean parents who want their kids to stay next to them forever is insane they're not your pets like they're also adults and um, they also found their grandparents like their parents suffocating and they're doing the same thing to their kids um it's hard i know i'm not a parent but objectively you you nurture a child you let them grow and you the metaphor of the bird has to fly away from the nest is so true um if my parents didn't allow me or let me go to bombay i wouldn't have not even flourished 5% of this uh, i also want to be with them so i go and meet them once a month because i can afford to i fly to bangalore if you can um trace or talk to her parents every morning on the phone i'm not a phone guy i like to meet them so find your own middle ground again if you go for therapy they'll figure this out or they'll figure out where this guilt is coming from so again go for therapy it's a very heavy topic you brought up because the fear of losing your parents is also a big um fear that we all go through but i don't know it helps me finding see then i console myself like can you, you can't stay next to your mom and dad 24/7 you won't have a life you don't want to be away from them 24/7 um so just go meet them once a month so if if god forbid anything happens to them you won't regret that you didn't put the time and effort to be with your parents you spend one, every month with them and that's the best you could do realistically and yeah it's a good uh, middle ground for me it works for me so you also have to figure out if i'm moving to another city another country call them every day without fail uh plan that every diwali i will be home no matter what which is still once a year which is less but it's something um yeah and th- that way that lingering feeling will go away every time a lingering feeling comes like yo diwali plan i call them every day lingering feeling go away <laughs> so yeah thank you for that question priyanka okay now we come to the final question of this episode i will not reveal your name because she asked me to uh hi kenny uh, i would not like you to speak out my name i'm just 15 years old i have ocd and i also face a lot of mental issues like panic attacks anxiety and sometimes depression usually when i'm going through these types of illness i prefer listening to your podcast it has really helped me to overcome my panic attacks because during panic attacks i don't usually prefer being alone and your podcast has helped me a lot to overcome them and thank you so much for that i really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me during my bad times even you di- even though you didn't know me oh that's so sweet uh feeling bad for you also I have been consulting a counselor in my school. I don't tell my parents about visiting the counselor because they always overreact to my panic attacks and anxiety and all these mental illness. They just think I'm doing this for attention. They're just being the typical Indian parents reacting to mental illness and all my parents know about mental illness and all my parents know about mental illness is the stress. Or oh, all they know about mental illness is stress. Okay. So you're saying they don't see it as mental illness, they see it as stress. um oh drop my phone 
anyway um first of all uh, i have to call you something so i'll call you neha neha uh good thing you going to a counselor i'm sorry you can't share it with your parents but good job being 15 you're taking action that's incredible i'm sorry that at this young age you're dealing with such serious things like anxiety depression and panic attacks i i i've been increasingly noticing that lot of young 15 year olds 16 year olds are getting panic attacks and it's something that's new to me because growing up i didn't see that a lot or maybe we didn't know what it was um we are also privileged to know that your heart rate increasing shortness of breath puking uh they're all signs of stress or panic we know that anxiety is a real thing we know depression is a real thing uh i'm hoping near that at some point you can talk to a relative you feel comfortable with like a cousin who's more mentally aware and could accompany you to a therapist or a psychiatrist who can give you meds if required if that helps you're very young so i don't know again i'm not a mental health professional but i would recommend going with a cousin or an older friend who can take you to a therapist or a psychiatrist and you can reject or accept whatever diagnosis they give um but also sometimes i feel you don't need to over analyze it you have panic attacks now it's okay it doesn't mean you'll you'll be with you for the rest of your life um it is also high stress environment um your parents are not entirely wrong anxiety stress and depression is caused a lot by the environment as well there are seasonal depression mild depression uh a lot of people when they have quit their jobs or moved to another place or are in a different part of their lives the depressions has reduced or gone um so you need to figure out if this is um a proper clinical diagnosis or situational so if it's really coming in the way of your life you can't focus on your studies i would say prioritize on going to a proper therapist and uh, asking your cousin or family member who can sponsor that you know uh, ask your counselor itself if uh, they can help you but yeah it's quite scary that um, i would call you a kid because i'm 31 that someone half my age is going through this um i hope i just feeling bad for you that you can't tell your parents and um i feel like don't get frustrated about that because my parents also took a lot of time to understand a lot of concepts and it's just a product of age uh, we are very lucky that now it's spoken about so much now therapy is not seen like a taboo thing it's seen like oh a legit it's like going to the doctor going to a therapist so um neha just hold on okay and i'm so glad that this this uh, show is somehow helping you and for the listeners who i can't relate to it uh i would just say that uh, if you could somehow increase the priority of how you're feeling i don't want to use mental health cuz such a lame word now it's overused you know like how you go to the gym or eat right or want to lose weight or go for vacations if you could just put your mental health somewhere in that priority uh little little tweaks really help one tweak that i'm doing is not missing working out or eating right or sleeping i'm making sure i sleep to a point where if i watch less tv or i can't meet my friends or i cancel dinner plans it's okay uh, i've noticed that tweaking slight things really make a major difference um to my mental health 
just because I'm aware of it. So if I'm extremely tired through the week, I'm just like, man, one day I just need to sleep. If I'm extremely feeling lethargic or depressed, get some more sun, go for a walk, work out, do something about it. Um, I feel meds, taking medicines is the last resort because a lot of therapists and psychiatrists also don't want to give you meds. They want to try to help you holistically, you know, <laughs> just sort of homeopathy. <laughs> but uh, last resort is meds. You know, if it's really bad and only meds can help you, go for it. But if you have not tried your diet and your exercise and removing stressful environments, or just stop talking to toxic friends or um, trying to reduce your workload. Um, just someone's at the door. Actually, why don't you come and just say hi in camera? Because <laughs> you have mixed all the episodes. So this is Nishant. Hi, hi. He's hi. the one who's uh, mixed all of the episodes. And uh, Nishant told me to not keep the AC on, but it's so too hot. We'll, we'll noise it out. Yes. So uh, I was just wrapping up the episode. So uh, thank you so much for watching and thank you for your questions. Uh, if you want to listen to just the audio version, it's on all audio platforms. It's not on Doordarshan because we uh, used some bad words, so they removed it. Uh, but it's on um, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of them. And uh, if you want to ask a question, people keep asking, how do you ask a question? Just put it in the comments, put hashtag SimpleKen or on Instagram. Uh, a lot of people are DMing me now. You can DM me also. All these questions are actually DMs. Uh, yes, so have a wonderful week or month or life ahead. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Time for simple.